0: Welcome to Sincerely JJ, a podcast for the people who are tired of living up to the standards. My name is Julie.
1: And I'm Jen. Join us in discovering life's beautifully unwritten detours.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to today's episode. Today we have a special guest here with us today. It's Vanessa! Yay! Yay! So, Vanessa is actually Jen's family friend for like mm. how many years? Oh my God,
2: I even thought about um, that. I think since we were like six, six or seven. Six. Yeah. We were
1: really little. I came here at. The age of six years old. Okay, so that was because you lived with us when you first moved to Canada. Yeah, that was actually when it started. Oh, so how you guys met? Yeah. Um, Usually because, like, it was from her uncle that's friends with my parents. And then I guess, so, your uncle told about your mom. Mm -hmm. And we got sponsored to go to Canada. Yeah. And we lived with Vanessa and Daniel for... Oh, Daniel is her brother. Yeah. We lived with Vanessa for... I don't know how long. I really don't
2: remember how long. I know. Like, when you're a kid, time just
1: never really mattered yeah. like we, we just like hanged out a lot when we we're younger yeah
2: because then even when you guys moved out and found your own place afterwards we were mm-hmm. always still together like, seeing we still, each other yeah, yeah
1: parties everything every event we did dance we
2: started dance together, together yeah center. i still have
1: pictures like me we too have, i was going through the photo albums today and i saw a photo of us like doing ballet together yes i have I those pictures
2: too that's
1: so cute <laughs> We went to kindergarten yes. together, Yeah, too. we did. I have pictures of that, too. Same Your hair. hair was so
2: short, and we, we both had, like, bangs yeah. and
1: like, like, bobs. I'm telling you, I think so. my parents like to give me haircuts that are, like, cuts. <laughs> I was looking through all the albums. I'm like, why do I have short hair? And my sister has the longest hair. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. There's something going on here. Because yeah. probably
0: you're running around all the time. You're. Have you seen her pictures? Like, she oh, never God. stands in one spot. She's always, like, the character of oh, this family yeah
1: I, I saw a lot of pictures and i was like whoa that was
0: me before that does not look like me right now that's why maybe short hair is just easier to handle, handle. yeah you.
1: that's true well i did have like one picture where i had like probably 20 combs in my hair <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah i did did you put those combs yeah oh, i did, you did it to out yourself out your, yeah i did it oh. to myself and my i think so my sister was like yeah we have to like untangle it we have to cut oh. your hair we had a nanny before oh and she was God. just like oh my god, what (laughs) your parents are going to do.
0: You're the character child. (laughs) I I was the
1: character, actually. I don't know what was in my mind, but I just did it. At least you made life interesting.
2: So yeah, we've known each other for, well, now we're getting closer to our 30s. Oh, don't say that. Oh, don't (laughs) say that. Uh, I was just thinking about it. So that's like, that's like, well, well, I'm 28 now. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you are did you turn twenty nine yet? Or you yeah, 20? I just turned
1: twenty nine. Yeah, we're year. the same age. We were born the same year. But um, you're, you're I'm December. in December, so yeah. I'm still twenty
2: eight, oh. and so that's like, like over twenty years. Yeah, I'm so bad at math,
0: but yeah, I'm <laughs> you <know> terrible <laughs> at math
1: too, girl. Like I'm awful at math. I established just long time ago when I was yes. younger. Yes. My dad look at me and just like,
0: oh my god, what am I gonna do with you, <laughs> You don't yeah. know math? Wow, you guys have known each other for so long. Yeah, Not long. It's been yeah. a long
2: time yeah and even
0: though we haven't
2: actually seen each other in a while mm-hmm. like when I just came back here this morning it felt like nothing we just changed came back yeah
1: nothing changed yeah you know? it's, it's like oh my gosh how are you yeah yeah I didn't tell my mom that that's you why
2: she the way she looked at me she said hi to me at first because I thought maybe she thought I was someone else or another friend <laughs> of hers. and then it took her for like a second and she looked at me and her eyes were like and her head tilted and she was so confused <laughs> I have never seen the look of confusion like that intense
1: on someone's face and then when she <laughs> realized who I was she was yeah. like
2: oh my god she gave me the been biggest nice. hug it was so oh. nice yeah
1: it's been a while I didn't want to tell her yesterday because yeah. I want it to be like a surprise. Like, I want to see her reaction. That's yeah. so but nice. I'm surprised that she just looked at you like, She
2: was so you? confused. I was like, <laughs> I
0: said, Hi. And she's like, Hi. That's <laughs> like, she I didn't, didn't even you. realize <laughs> at first. I was yeah. like, That's so cute. So today we invited Vanessa to be on the podcast because she does really amazing things. I'm going to let her speak about it. But yes, we think it's. A topic where most people technically don't really think about is to do with mental health and your living space and the environment that you're in. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, yes. so yeah. we're gonna give it to Vanessa so she can introduce herself a bit.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Vanessa. I just started my own small business in interior decorating and home organization. And beyond that, I wanted it to be about how you can use those two things to support your mental health. Because especially in the mental health crisis that we have now, I think it's amazing that more people are talking about it and that there's still a stigma. In conversations with it, but I feel like it has definitely gotten better. And I also want to be able to educate people about how your outer environment, your external environment, where you live, where you work, um, can have an impact on you positively or negatively. I agree um, with that. Yeah. Mm. And, and I started this because I wanted to help people. I wanted to serve people in that way and help change their lives by giving them guidance and giving them tips and giving them, you know, my expertise on how to make these changes in their homes so that they can see improvement in their mental well-being. That's actually yeah.
1: really good. We do have studies in our my hospital that I'm working in. And having clear space does make a huge difference in everyone's environmental surroundings, yeah. which is really huge improvement. And I always tell my clients, always clean up yeah. because it does help you out. It gives you the routine. It gives you just like a clear thought. Mm-hmm. It's a reflection of of
2: how you are internally. And Mm. it it might, you might not even be aware of it. That's the thing. I want to bring awareness to it. I want people to start to be aware of their own spaces. And that's where I think mental health is also really important because I think when you are on the journey of healing, when you are on the journey of working on your mental health, the first step is awareness Mm -hmm. and even just recognizing, oh, something is up here. Is it because of Something I haven't dealt with internally is are there outside factors that are adding to it? There's so many different things, everyone's situation is different. But if you have a space that is cluttered, maybe you're okay with it because
0: maybe you're used to it. You're just used no. to it. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And you don't realize until you do have a space that is clutter-free and easy to maintain that you realize, "Oh my god, now my shoulders can relax." I didn't realize mm. that my shoulders were so tense. I didn't realize that I was holding my breath. I didn't realize that i was like in this like space until mm-hmm. i had a clear space and now i can go
1: <sighs> yeah
2: sometimes you don't realize that that's the case because you're like you said you're just used to it all the time
1: yeah, yeah. and it's i true. think of one of the cases like letting things go right something so personal and like yes. all these items that you have it's a memory it's like a token to you yeah but it's healthy to let go of things as well.
2: It is. And there is so many levels of why people hold on to things. There are Mm -hmm. so many different reasons. It could be insecurity. It could be feelings of, you know, when you lose something, right, mm-hmm. that feeling sucks. Like if it you does. had a cherished necklace and then you just can't find it, I've had that before. My heart sinks. My gut is like, bleh, like I want to throw up. And that feeling, I get that. That's like an extreme feeling as an example. But it's hard. It's hard to let go of things. I definitely mm-hmm. recognize that. So if you have the tools to understand why you want to let go of things or how to let go of things, it makes it a little bit easier.
0: That's good. <laughs> it, it does. It does. It wanders. And I think even the fact of, like, the action of you... So, number one, realizing and recognizing all that. Number two is probably to get up and go do it. You know, clean everything and organize things. I don't yes. know why. It just feels so much better.
2: <laughs> it, it does. But, and it, but it can also be really overwhelming for people. Mm-hmm. Like, they want... The thing is, I feel like so many people do want to have... clear space. They want to have a space that supports them. But then when you're actually doing it, it feels a lot scarier and a lot harder. And sometimes when you start, because the fact is it's always going to get worse before it gets better. Like when you're Mm. decluttering, you have stuff everywhere and (laughs) and it's hard to see the end result. That can deter people from following through. Like sometimes they'll even start and then they won't finish. Yeah. Right. Right? But I think what I would say to that is always start small. Mm -hmm. So literally start one drawer at a time. Like don't just go (laughs) and throw everything out onto the center of your room. Like, if you have a bedroom, start with your first drawer. Do that just one day. Mm. And then maybe the next day, or maybe not even the next week, the next week, do the second drawer. Like, it doesn't have to be done so fast. Um, I know on TV you see all these things, of things getting done quickly, like on those organizing shows or HDTV, but that's just because they have to fit everything into...
1: One little one episode, segment. One episode yeah. yes. But in real life, it takes forever. It takes, it takes forever,
2: forever. Yeah. and that's okay too. Yeah. Like if you are impatient, which I tend to be an impatient <laughs> person, like I like to have things done when I want them done. But I've yeah. learned it takes time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes time, and go easy on yourself. Do it really small, literally mm-hmm. one step at a time, one drawer at a time, one cabinet. Like, oh my that's gosh, it.
1: yes, that's like me right now. <laughs> the closet, I just Is have that how so you feel? many. <laughs> yeah, I just started to like take out all my winter clothes out put yeah. my summer clothes out and i'm just like did i purchase this <laughs> <laughs> you're like finding things. things that yeah. Yeah. it's like wait a minute did I not wear this? Like <laughs> when where is this coming out from? But yeah, it takes time to like get rid of things. I think also
0: like if you're in like a healing process, like when I broke up with my ex mm-hmm. and whatever we ended, it was hard for me to even stay in my room because everything in there right. we were together for 5 years, so oh. everything in there reminded me of him. So I didn't want to be there. Yeah. So I didn't want to clean up anything cuz I don't want to yeah. accidentally run into something that I didn't want to see. And mm. then it brings up these past feelings. The memories, it brings yeah. up your,
2: yeah. It's, see, that's the thing. I think it's also different for so many people because I know people who have, whether it be a breakup or um, family loss or a loved one loss, mm-hmm. they don't change a thing about their space. Mm. Yeah. Because it's almost like they feel like if I start to clean up or change or get rid of stuff. Then I'm like
0: it, losing that Yeah, person, I'm right? losing
2: them completely or I don't love them.
0: Mm. Mm. Be nice Which idea. is
2: not Nazi's the truth. truth at all Mm -hmm. so everyone's different when my so when my mom died my dad was like can you please clear out her closet he couldn't do it himself which i completely understood and i was willing to do it and i knew that he wanted to get it done not because he didn't love her but because it brought up so much pain because every time he would open his closet Oh. he would see her clothes you know and it's it's so heartbreaking because even for me when I was going through the process of cleaning that up I was I was a mess the whole time I was crying the whole time but I knew I had to do it. I also knew I wanted to so for me that was my choice and I wanted to help my dad on top of it what helped even more was I knew where the stuff was going I wasn't just gonna throw it in the garbage I was still going to keep stuff for myself and I was going to send the rest to her family in the okay. Philippines so that because yeah, she right. has a lot of sisters yeah, she has siblings. Yeah, because yeah, she had ten siblings, so mm. or nine other siblings. She was the tenth, so oh I knew. God. Yeah, no,
1: she was a tenth actually. She
2: was well. She was no. She was the second last one. Oh, but there's ten
1: of them. Oh, there's wow. ten of them. Oh, I didn't know about the ten. Yeah, <laughs> Nana
2: had ten. Oh the, my Nanai's god, Nana's my grandma.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I Showtime. remember um, her grandma used to take care of me and my sister. Oh. oh my god, we still call her Nanai to this day. I know. To this day, no matter what, she'll always be Nanai yep. to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're gonna be like, which Nanai? And I'm like, no, there is the one Nanai. The Nanai. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my Nanai, yes.
2: That's sweet. Aww. So yeah, it can definitely be hard for some people.
0: Yeah, yeah, to let sure. go
2: of things. Um, but then in, on the other hand, it's for for other people they do want to let go of things just because it's too. Sometimes it is too hard to like see it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get that. What inspired you to be interior decorator? So I think firstly, there's a few things. But firstly, I'm I've always been naturally drawn to interiors mm-hmm. and organization for as long as I can remember. Every time I would we would travel or I would go to a friend's house or a family friend's house. I would always look around and just notice things. And in my own mind to myself would be like, oh, I wonder what it would be like if they just painted it this color or they moved the furniture here. But I was just always doing that. And I didn't realize I was always doing that until I got older, that it was just something that came naturally to me and secondly my mom was a big influence in this because when we were younger she actually wanted to become an interior decorator. Oh. She enrolled in this program and I mean, I'm not a parent, so I don't know what it's like, but I can only imagine that when you become a parent, you make a lot of sacrifices for your kids. And sometimes your dreams can, they, they, they can just fall back, yeah, right? Because pushed back yeah, you back because you have
1: other priorities exactly, to deal with. Exactly,
2: exactly. So she started doing that. She was actually able to decorate a few friends' homes here and there, but then it never actually came to fruition. It never actually amounted to anything. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing her do that stuff, and she was really good at it. Um, So I think that's another thing that inspired me to get into it. I think I got that from her. Those are the two, I think, main reasons as to why I got into it. And then when I was in my life a few years ago trying to figure out what I wanted to do next with my career and my life, I had to like look into myself and figure out what are the other things I'm interested in? And what do I want to pursue seriously? And I always wanted to do this, but in my mind, it was always something I was going to do. Later on. Yeah, later on. I was like, maybe my 40s, my 50s, Mm -hmm. that'll be like a later career. And But it's always been a dream career of mine, but I just never thought it would actually happen. And now I'm like doing it, which is wild. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So that's great. I mean, not everyone would pursue their dream career, right? Because- there's a lot of a hold back and thoughts of yes oh is this gonna be like financially helping me out in the future is this is this a good idea like there's a lot of things of um, sabotaging yourself
2: I've had to do a lot of personal work mm. to get to this point where i feel confident in what i'm doing yeah i'm obviously there's still days where you'll have bad days okay. and you don't feel as confident but mm-hmm. it's easier to push through those days more now than before right. yeah um but when you become an entrepreneur when you're pursuing something that you want it's always those voices in your head it's always those things that yes, kind of yeah. push you back mm-hmm. but it's yourself pushing you back it's yourself exactly. stopping you and you kind of have to get out of your own way but i've done a lot of personal work thanks to therapy actually um, Oh,
1: good. Yeah. Okay, we do have some people going to therapy.
2: I'm really happy for that. I and I love talking about therapy. I'm like not yeah. afraid to talk about that. I go to therapy at yeah. all to anyone. So good. and I love sharing my experience with it because it has changed my life.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. It has changed my so. life. Yeah. Like there's so many stigmas about therapy. Why do I need therapy? Yeah. And especially in the Asian culture as well. Oh my god. It's such a huge a barrier. Taboo topic. Topic. Yeah, taboo. Yeah. And people are like, I don't need therapy. I'm strong enough. And that's their pride talking.
2: You know, okay, so Tito Paul, Mm. right? Um, So our Tito, when I first told him that I was going to therapy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was he freaked
2: looked, out? He looked at me and he was like, oh my God. Is something, something wrong with you? With you? Wrong. He's like, you need to go to therapy? Yeah. And he was like freaking out. And I was like, no, like I don't have a mental illness. My yeah. mental health is just down right now and I need help. Yeah. Just to like. It's that simple. Through our... Yeah. And he was freaking out. I was like, don't freak out. I'm okay. Like I'm going to be fine. And it's totally normal to go to therapy. I actually should have gone to therapy like many, many years, years ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: Especially like when things happen to you traumatically in yeah. the past it does build up to where you are right now so it's nice to have that therapy when there's a professional who will talk through your feelings and your process of your thoughts Mm -hmm. and and understand your own feelings too because sometimes we get confused about who we are really
2: Yes, I feel like I should have gone to therapy when I was in high school. I definitely do. Like, I wish I had started way younger, even before I lost my mom and had Mm -hmm. to experience, you know, her going through cancer and all of that hardship. I wish I went to therapy when I was younger, solely because I never learned how to regulate my emotions. I Mm -hmm. never had tools to deal with ups and downs. I didn't know how to not get so caught up in the storm of my thoughts and my feelings Mm -hmm. because it would, I would get so deeply caught
0: up in it and yeah. not know how to get out I, I, think, that's a, you. It's like, I think that's very common for it's the common Asian for culture yeah. like for me to I don't know I feel like now I'm better at regulating my emotions yeah. but for sure it would just like bottle off and I'm like what do I do And then it just
2: explodes. It explodes. And and then once it explodes, then you have to do more work to kind of put things back 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 together together to heal instead of having more of, like, a preventative approach Mm -hmm. and more of, like, a self-care, I guess, approach Mm -hmm. to just make sure it doesn't get to that point. But you don't know that when you're that young. And, like, especially Mm -hmm. when you have Asian parents who also don't know that, they don't... I mean, you can't blame them either because of the culture that they were brought up in and also there's no knowledge of any of this stuff. Like, no one... No. We weren't yeah, even taught that. This. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we don't we don't
1: learn about it in school. Exactly. Yeah. So, did you have any like a role model um over the course of your career
2: other um, than
1: your mom? I know yeah. your mom was like the huge like the main she person. is.
2: So, in regards to like this career it's still Fairly new mm-hmm. to me. I would say that HGTV is
1: like my go-to background
2: <laughs> channel to have on. Don't worry, <laughs>
1: same thing as well. I yes. love Home Improvements. Yes, as you know, like I have a cottage and mm-hmm. we did a lot of home improvements. Which and I'm excited to see. I know. I, seen it I know. And if you feel like you want to do something like Instagram, some <laughs> I am open to the ideas, girl, because my dad would be like, really? "Sounds good. Sounds good." <laughs> and I'm like, "Dad." you're not a pro anymore (laughs) just say yes yes it
2: will work out yeah so I yeah so I love HGTV shows but so I would say Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper
1: nice
2: I look up to her and um on Netflix um Shea McGee from Dream Home Makeover
1: yeah those
2: two on you know the celebrity scale Mm -hmm. I I look up to them in their work a lot um yeah they just seem like really grounded, down to earth people who worked their butts off to get to where they are now, mm-hmm. and they create such beautiful stuff. And yeah, I look up to those two. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. I appreciate sure you to had think. more, but I'm like you think. have
1: those two in mind, yeah, which is really great. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's where we get our inspiration too, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like when we look into their designs or their decor, you're like, I want to change something about it too. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the profession, right? Yeah,
2: like- that's, that's, it's all personal preference. There's mm-hmm. literally no right or wrong. Right. It's all about what you like. So person can absolutely love their home and it might be farmhouse style and that's great. And then another person might be completely modern and they'll be like, I hate that. That is so <laughs> not True. like, I don't like that at all, but that's fine. It's not your house. Yeah. You mm-hmm. just make your home how you feel. how you want it yeah. to be that's the whole point to yeah. to personalize it mm-hmm. um otherwise everything is just like a cookie cutter yeah it wouldn't you know. feel like
1: home to you no it wouldn't it would just be like a stale place yep i wouldn't even want to go back home
0: either too yeah. if it's not the doesn't it feel home it, right? Right? Yeah. 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 yeah so i had another question that's not on this that's okay but i was like thinking is it hard for you to envision someone else's vision you know because you're the one that's gonna be doing it when they hire you and whatever but like is it hard for you to imagine what they want
2: that's a good question so i try and ask as many questions as i can because sometimes (laughs) people don't know what they want Right? So that, I feel like that's when it's hard to envision what they want because they don't know what they want. So what I have to do is I kind of have to give them examples, show them examples of what this style is, that style is. I find pictures on Pinterest. I constantly am showing them different pictures. Do you like this? Do you like that? What do you like about this? What don't you like about that? And the more information I gather, the easier it is for me to... Envision something for them.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. That takes a yeah. lot of a lot of free power. When I know. It's just like, what do you want? And yeah. like, you have sometimes a client who will be like, I don't know what I want. Yeah, yeah. And
2: sometimes too, when I try and tell them my vision, I have to be able to articulate it to them yeah. clearly because sometimes they don't always know what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. So I think the best way is through images and examples of mm. other stuff. Yeah. Because when they don't see it, yeah, they can't. I can see. I can yeah. envision it in my head. Also, what I do is i will create renderings for them i'll create mood boards that way it's easier for them to envision it because when they can see the 3d space of their home with where the couch is and blah 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 blah, they're like oh that's what it would look like that makes sense yeah
1: yeah that sounds fun too it's a lot of fun it it it. sounds like it sounds a lot of fun and i'm (laughs) Mm -hmm. just like i'm scared that i might mess it up though But that's why,
2: that's why the renderings are good because you're saving less time and effort. Like Mm -hmm. you can see, okay, the couch works best here and don't get a couch that's bigger than this size. Because imagine if you did, you bought a couch, it got delivered to your place and it doesn't work. Then you have to go through the whole process of getting a new couch or returning that. This saves you so much time. I can literally go to a meeting with a client and then move the couch around on my computer and show them, okay, this is where it would look like here, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So that saves them time. As opposed to physically actually moving a couch in real life.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm just doing it on my computer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Instead of like you purchasing it and then you have to return it. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if they do returns anymore. For sofas. First of all, because due to COVID too and like shortage of furniture or something like that at one point. Yeah.
0: So how did you come up with this whole business idea and especially the name? I'm okay. Tell them the name. I think it's so unique. Well, the business
2: idea was mostly because of my experiences with mental health. I've always wanted to do something that ties in with mental health. And then, like I said before, the naturally just being drawn to organization interiors was it just made sense to me. You know, when something clicks and you feel it in your bones, you're like, this is me. This is authentic to me. Mm -hmm. this makes sense. And then with the name, it actually took me a while to figure out the name. My Instagram handle when I first started, which is when I went back to school, was called Mm -hmm. The Blissful Adorn. Oh, okay, that's how it started. That's how it started. But then when when I decided that I wanted to actually start my own business, I had to figure out a name that I wanted to register. And it was hard because every name that I thought I liked and wanted, it was already taken by another business. That's the worst part. It was really hard. I actually... Was even considering using my mom's nickname, which is Malou, M A L U, and it's short form for Maria Luisa, and it actually means warrior. And I was thinking about using that just because of her influence. Mm-hmm. in in all of this like I feel like if she was around we'd be doing this together like oh we yeah haven't... I, can, I see that I know we would we would so have cute. like a mother-daughter small business oh yeah I can definitely see that <laughs> but then I was like I don't know if I want to use her name and then the process of figuring out the name was I was writing down different words that I wanted my business to be about and one of them was balance right mm-hmm. having a balanced lifestyle and I found that in Sanskrit the word tula means balance there are a bunch of businesses that are already named Tula but I was like I love this word it it embodies everything that I want this business to be about and it's so pretty Mm -hmm. it looks pretty it sounds pretty and I was like let me add the word living after it because I don't want it to just be like interior Tula interior decor or you know what I mean I don't want it to just be about the decoration or about the organization I want it Mm -hmm. to be about your lifestyle.
1: Mm-hmm. I want
2: it to be about how it impacts how you live. So that's why I called it Tula Living. That's amazing. <laughs> you know? I was
1: like, that's amazing. I could never make up any names. We had a hard time making up like mm-hmm. our podcast name. It's hard. It's hard to it's think really about. Hard. We're just like, how can we make it so endearing? How can we make it so much personal to yeah. reach out our audience and understand? Where are we coming from? Yeah. It yeah. takes time. It's really hard.
2: Yeah. And especially when you're registering it as a business, you have to just make sure that someone hasn't already taken yeah. it. Yeah. That's another thing to think Ugh. about. So it's... if you are thinking about starting a business, start thinking about your name right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and do your someone. research. Yes, yeah.
1: Before someone else takes Take it. it. Or just be really extremely creative. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So what do you think is the biggest challenge for you right now? as a woman a young woman in mm-hmm. in this field you know because most of the time i feel like it's just like older people yeah and mainly like well there older are other people <laughs> people are older she's in her 20s you know what i mean it would yeah. be someone in like their 40s yeah or
2: no i see what you're saying totally um well i don't know i feel like right now for me and is the biggest challenge would just be learning how to be an entrepreneur mm. first because i'm new to this yeah like I said, I had to do a lot of personal work and th- that doesn't mean that I've done it and I'm done. It mm. never ends. I think it's it's learning how to be a strong woman in this industry. Um, Learning how to be like, this is my rate. I'm not backing down on it, knowing my value. Obviously, you kind of have to be... I don't know, picky, I guess, with clients. Because when I first started out, and I feel like this is the same with lots of entrepreneurs, you kind of just want, like, you just want business, period. You just want, Mm -hmm. even if it's for free, Mm -hmm. right? You just want someone to hire you. You want to work with someone. You want to get the work done. But now I'm starting to understand if I want my, my business and brand to have the quality that I want it to have, I need to be working with people who seriously believe in the same things that I do. Mm. Um, who will value me and my time and what I can provide them and serve them with. That's something that I'm learning how to be strong in and how to be confident.
0: I think your kind of like the perspective of why you're doing the interior decorating, it's more different than a lot of people because your focus is on mental health, mm-hmm. you know? So there's a lot of things that go into that, like the coloring, you know, yeah. the... The wheel, the... the the color wheel. color wheel. <laughs> no, not even that. It's like the positioning of the, the Oh, so yeah. like,
1: is that the right terms
2: Yeah, it's so good <laughs> for that. Like the just the functionality. It's mm-hmm. it's beyond just aesthetic. it right. I want it to be obviously a blend of aesthetic and function because I want it to be beautiful. But I think the most important part is having it functional because I've also done some staging and staging is the least functional. It's just thing. like for pretty look. It's yeah. just for pretty looks. Yeah. So you literally have to hide everything away. You can't. Have have all the furniture that you normally have in your space. Mm. Like if you wanted to entertain a lot of people, you might not have the amount of seating that you normally have. So staging is literally just about looks and it's the least functional. That's why I focus more on decor and organization because I understand that people have lives and they're living their lives. And Mm -hmm. You have to have it functional. Yeah. It has to work for you. When there's something, when there is bad design in decor or organization, um, you notice it. It's like if you're always bumping into your furniture. If you are having trouble reaching the top cabinet, you are always going to be irritated by those little small mm-hmm. micro things, right? Yeah. But good design is when you don't notice those issues, you can just move freely throughout your space. It's easy. You don't notice it. But-
1: mm-hmm. Actually, now I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
0: It does. You're like
2: now. Now I'm realizing that uh, this doesn't work in my space. Yeah, (laughs) I know. But see, that's coming back to awareness, Mm -hmm. being aware of. Okay, is this like working for me?
1: Yeah. Maybe
2: it's actually not. I feel like I have to keep wiggling Mm -hmm. around this corner, or I hate that I have to reach up here to get the thing that I always
1: use. Oh my God, short Mm -hmm. people problems, right? (laughs) So that's why,
2: like, something as simple as having a a proper space planning for your kitchen and knowing the most used item should be more accessible.
1: Mm -hmm. And the mm-hmm. least use item should be at the top, yeah. Yeah, that totally makes
0: sense. That's true. Like, how Maybe many times I could, <laughs> I could like, probably running. tell that
1: to my mom, like, mom? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Asian parents and they hoard things. There's oh no God. way getting to I them. I know, there's no it, way. It's, I just let them be,
1: yeah. <laughs> let them be if they're happy and they're healthy, let them be. Exactly. But at the same time, I keep telling them, like hey, you know, the baby's coming, like... You need you more can- space. Yeah, <laughs> you can have this around, you know, that, like, they're going to yeah. start climbing, they start touching your valuables, and you know how... You- safety. Yeah, exactly, yeah. safety stuff. And knowing that my parents are getting there, they're old, Yes, and I'm just hazard
2: but that's a thing too about like your parents are not seniors yet i don't want to call them seniors they're not (laughs) but but that's a thing about seniors as well too though right Mm -hmm. when they live um like if they're not in a senior home but they are still living at their homes and they they have an accumulation of stuff it it then becomes a safety hazard
1: oh yes
0: for them big time right but
2: the thing is they have all this stuff because they've accumulated the stuff over their beautiful long years of life Mm -hmm. and it's hard for them to let go and they don't want to change
0: anything because
1: they're used to it Exactly. Well, because like they paid it off their pocket to their hard work yeah. labor yes, yes. pays off to the things that they bought. And they're yes. like, why am I going to get rid of this? And I think
2: the the way to convince someone or help them understand that change will actually benefit them is to show them the benefits. So like, mm-hmm. oh, look, I can reach this better. Or look, I can move so freely or I can find this better or someone who could better u- like someone who is in need. Mm. Could use this piece of furniture. Someone who is in need could use these, this collection of cups and mugs or whatever, right? Helping them to see that not only will it benefit them, but it might benefit other people who will make use of their old things might help, you know, change their perspective of things.
1: What was the biggest challenge that you faced? from your career
2: or the past so this is a good problem when I was growing up I always I knew I wanted to become a professional dancer I was just so stuck on that I remember that yes I I worked so hard I trained so much spent a lot of time effort my parents money they Mm -hmm. supported me so much I went to school in the states and I did end up achieving my dream job Mm -hmm. I was working for a contemporary dance company touring teaching just dancing Mm -hmm. all the time and traveling the world traveling throughout the United States and I achieved that and then obviously life happened right well life happened before i got the job actually like with regards to losing my mom Mm -hmm. and that just changed my perspective on so many things including my career um but i think it just goes to show that like even if you do achieve what you want and success comes to you if you are not in tune with yourself your and who you are and your purpose it actually doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying i absolutely loved my job i learned so much from it. I'm so grateful for it and I'm very happy that I can say I can check that off my list because that's what I set out to do when I did it. But then I've learned so much from that in the sense that you can change. You can evolve. What you want can change. Life is not linear. You don't need to keep yourself in a box. You can do as many different things as you want to do in your lifetime. It is your life as long as if it makes you happy.
0: Did you have any success stories when you were working like with like a, a client that you want to
2: share? Yes. So right now I'm working with a client. So we're not done, but we're, we're getting close to the um, finish line and working with... has been amazing because she trusts me fully she values me a hundred percent and when i go there we just have such good conversations it's amazing it doesn't feel like i'm working even though i'm working before i leave she's she or when I finish like a drawer or a cabinet because I'm working on her kitchen, she will be like, oh my god, I will be able to save so much money now because I can see what food I have now. Before, I, I would just mm-hmm. get things all mixed up and mm-hmm. I would go out to the grocery store and buy something and come home and realize, oh, I already had this, but I didn't know because I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm actually going to save so much money now because I can see everything. And when I do go grocery shopping, I can just put it back in these spots mm-hmm. so that it'll continue to be like that and Mm -hmm. I was like exactly I'm like I'm so happy you see that every time I accomplish or I finish something Mm -hmm. in her space she's just so elated and it makes me feel like I'm doing a good job and that I'm really helping somebody Mm -hmm. she at one point she even said I didn't realize I was kind of these are not her exact words but this is paraphrasing like holding my breath or like kind of stressed in my kitchen mm-hmm. until you made these changes and now I feel like I can breathe it just it's so fulfilling to know that what I'm doing is beyond like buying clear bins and trying to make things look pretty and stuff but it's making someone's life easier yeah it's like it. things
0: sometimes we never even think about yeah things no. you don't think about like exactly. how many times I have to climb on the counter to go grab something exactly you know what I mean exactly like why do I have to do that yeah. it's inconvenient <laughs> yeah
2: or when you have like a pantry and then things get lost in the back oh, yeah. oh. and, you can't see and it, then right? you can't see it so you don't mm-hmm. get it or oh she there was one point she was like i always want to use my hand mixer but every time i want to use it a part of me is like i don't really want to get it because it's in this drawer that's there were no dividers everything was oh, just thrown in, on there, in there so everything mm-hmm. was mixed up and then after i fixed it i came back on the next session and she's like oh my god i used my hand mixer yesterday because i knew exactly where it was and it was so easy she's like before i used to like overthink it and, and like why wonder if I... why exactly it. but mm-hmm. now she's like now i just do it because it's right there and i can
0: see it it's so small mm-hmm. things that make a big difference mm-hmm. yeah so when you work on these homes like are you the one that's gonna be like ordering everything for them you know are you building these things for them like too like so a lot.
2: it all depends on the project mm-hmm. um for organization stuff. So what I do is I will come up with a plan and like a recommendation of products that I think will work best in their space. Depending on their time, they can go out and look for it themselves, but oftentimes like they hire me because they don't have the time. So I go out and I shop and I buy all the products and then I bring it to their space and then they would reimburse me for it. But anything that I can't find out there, normally you can also find on Amazon. So whatever I don't find, I'll tell them, hey, this is a list of stuff that I couldn't find. Do you want to buy this on Amazon? And they will. So that's with organization with interior decoration it's similar I will come up with a list like a product list with links and everything and they can buy it themselves every client I've worked with so far that's the process that we've done I know with other designers they will they'll try and have more control over the situation and get like a retainer or deposit so that they can purchase items for them and deal with that but with regards to what I've been doing with the decoration um, that's what my clients
0: have prefer to do. I just feel like to... that's easier for them to buy everything. Convenient. Exactly. And then so they know how much everything is. Exactly. You know that they're gonna be okay with that budget. Exactly. You know, I exactly. call them every two seconds. Can I buy this? Like, yes. You know.
1: So do you have any tips you would like to share to our audience for a better living space?
2: I would say don't go with the trends because trends come and go. Mm-hmm. You need to know yourself. You need to know your lifestyle, your preferences, your design style. And like I said earlier, make it your own. Don't copy somebody else. Maybe I mean, if you liked this table here, you like that look there, you like that color there, that's wonderful. It's because you know that's what you like. But don't copy something else just because you think it's supposed to look good. Mm-hmm. You have to make your space personal to you and you have to make your space work for you. Mm-hmm. So I think that would
1: be my biggest advice. That's actually a really good advice. I know. I it's wanna so like bad. take this advice and I'm putting it in my room you're like, Yes. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) follow the
0: advice my room
1: (laughs) yeah and like life happens so Mm -hmm. as
2: an organizer too it's not about having a pristine place 24 7 my place gets messy too oh yeah organization is more about being able to maintain it and tidy up faster and more easier but life happens so when you have clutter even if it's temporarily that's okay like you're living your life maybe you have kids maybe you have a business you are busy doing you so at one point I would be like oh my god nothing's perfect nothing's perfect nothing's perfect and it would be this perfectionism that would eat me alive and now I'm like hell I'm working hard. I am trying to hustle. It's okay if my room has clothes on the floor for like a day or two. Mm. Like, that's fine. <laughs> so be easy on yourself if you are a perfectionist in that. That's a really good advice. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Do you think that there's something that like every room should kind of have in regards to like lighting, color, oh, you know, stuff question. like that? Like furniture, like where should it kind of be placed? I-, I know like the open concept is like the biggest thing to feel like calm or whatever. But... Yeah. Like how to place things possibly in like Um, the best way possible.
2: Yeah, so I think, well, every space is different, so it would have to be geared specifically to whatever the situation is. But lighting, like you said, I think is often overlooked. It creates a mood.
0: Because I honestly, I hate dark kind of like environments and okay. places. So okay. I really like it really bright. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. first,
2: okay. So that's good to know. So it depends, right? You want to have different lighting options. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for example, let's talk about a living room. You could have hot lights to be as like your main ambient lighting. Or you could have like a light fixture that's a like a chandelier or a a flush mount or something. But it has to be like the main light. What you could do with that is you could have like a dimmer so at least you can control Mm -hmm. the level of brightness for someone like you who wants it to be bright. You could have it bright all the time but maybe your partner likes to have it like down or like lower at different Mm -hmm. times of day or maybe you're about to watch a movie so you want a lower light. You don't want the light so bright but you still Mm -hmm. want lighting. Another way to layer it is beyond that then you could have a floor lamp somewhere. So when it's nighttime because you don't want you don't always want to have all the lights on Mm That's all true. the time oh, at night yeah. to help you wind down you actually want to have lower lower lighting mm. you want to have warmer lighting so um, the tones i guess the to- oh, there's my. different colors mm-hmm. yes and the warmer lighting helps you to wind down at night if you have bright white blue light mm. it's going to stimulate <laughs> you a little bit more it's going to make it harder for you to fall asleep so having the options of layers of lighting so you could have the lamp on at night but turn off the pot lights or if you have people over you could turn everything on you know mm. what i mean you should mm. have different options of lighting because Mm -hmm. it it really does make a difference in at what point of the day you're at and what purpose you want it to serve you do you want to relax do you want to be awake Mm -hmm. Um, because during the daytime maybe you're you work in the basement Mm -hmm. and you don't get a a lot of light light. so maybe you need a lot of light to Mm -hmm. like keep you awake Mm -hmm. so it's knowing what um your lifestyle is yet again but I think just for for most people's homes lighting should be something that isn't overlooked. Furniture and all that stuff, that's a little bit more specific, like I said before. But I also think for furniture, if you can get multifunctional, multi-purpose furniture beds with underbed storage if you have a small mm. space or a sofa with storage or an ottoman with storage, storage yeah if you want to have a clutter-free space I think having storage within your furniture is really 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 awesome so
0: what does a typical day look like for you like you're an entrepreneur a lot of people that we like are listening to us or whatever are like from corporate they do like right. a nine to five for right. another company but you have your own company yes is it just you do you have like a team of people or like
2: it's just know? me wow <laughs> Right now, I mean, who knows in the future? um, You'll probably have a team. I would would be cool to have a team. Right now, it's just me. You know, I'm doing the solopreneur thing (laughs) because it is still new. So I still teach dance, right? Because I love, I can't get dance out of my life. But that I do in the evenings. (laughs) A typical day for me would be, I wake up, I try and do my morning routine, which involves something like I try and do something from my mind my soul and my body Mm -hmm. so it could be meditation uh breathing journaling gratitude affirmations working out like i have a list of things that i like to choose from because i don't like to do this i don't want to be like i need to do the same thing every day like i don't Mm -hmm. meditate every single day Mm -hmm. i play by ear and i listen to what my body needs and what my mind needs at the time maybe i don't even do any of those things because i'm like I'm fine. I'm fine, Yeah. right? But I try and have like a morning routine to like get me grounded. Right now, every day is different because I'm working with different clients' schedules and stuff. But if I have like a consultation, it might be a quick on the phone call just to like see what they need. And then a deeper consultation would be like they're a little bit more serious. So then I'll actually go to their home, take measurements, ask questions, get more of an idea of what they want what they don't want then after the consultation I'll go back home and I will create the plans mm. create the mood boards create the recommendations and that actually takes a lot more time than people think oh yeah, mm. it's I the imagine. planning it's the planning 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 and creating different options to present to them if I'm not doing that then I might be shopping
1: For a client
2: and going to like a million different home senses and I feel like I know every home sense inside and out by now. Stop. Home Sense is my place. Yeah, and I feel like I'll go to Home Sense and I can't find what I want because like I've taken out I've bought all the stock. (laughs) (laughs) So like I can't find what I need because I already bought it. Like and they don't have more of it. Mm -hmm. What's cool is that every day is different. Every client is different. I'm not like doing the exact same thing every day. And I also get to control my time and my schedule. And that's the best part. It's It's the best part. I mean, obviously, if a client has a specific need, like, oh, I can't have you over between so and so time because I have a child that is running around or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Or I have meetings or whatever, I work around that schedule. But ultimately, I can say, yeah, let's start at 10. Or I want to start at 9 today because I want to get a head start. Or Mm -hmm. it's, it's really nice, actually. Yeah, it is very nice, and I I feel like if I just keep this up, I'm gonna continue to build this life that I want,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and that's trying to manifest that. So, mm-hmm.
0: so what do you do during those days where you don't feel like doing anything?
2: Do you ever just okay. try to like push yourself to just do it? Okay, that's a good question. Okay, um, well, okay, so with being an entrepreneur. Basically, you could work like seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Like you could work on the weekends, oh, God. which is what I which what I started doing. Mm-hmm. But then recently, I'm like, you know what? No, like That's I I need to give myself at least a day or two of an actual break. Which is obviously why we have weekends, yeah. right? I'm like, I want to hustle, but at the same time, my whole my whole reason for this is to create a balanced lifestyle So if I can't embody that in my own life, how can I preach that to other people On days where I know I've been working I'm like okay I think I've been working too long I'm starting to feel like I don't I, like I can't do this I will actually like be like I'm not doing anything today but I have the freedom to do that like I don't have someone to report to and be like, mm-hmm. can I take the day off or like call in fake sick oh, you know. <laughs>
1: That's the worst. Like, I could never do that. But well, that's the I'm... thing
0: too, right? Like, you're not taking care of your mental health no. that yeah. you need at the time because, yeah. you know, we're working for someone else. But, yes. you
1: know. But we technically call it as a wellness day. Like, a we wellness need day. wellness right. day. Right,
2: right. Okay, so I will yeah. take a wellness day. <laughs> <laughs> no. but, but then also, if there's something that I really do need to get done, even if mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing it, I just do it anyway. But it's weird because lately, like, I I don't have too many of those days, actually, because I really actually enjoy what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I want to be doing this stuff. So to be honest, like, I I don't think I've ever really had a day where it's not that I don't feel like I want to do it anymore. It's more of a day where I'm like, I feel like if I keep going, I'm going to burn myself out. I Mm -hmm. need to rest. It's the awareness of giving myself rest as opposed to I don't feel like doing this today right which is it's amazing it's such a blessing and I feel so grateful because even as a dancer I loved what I was doing every day like it didn't feel like I'm I was working even as a dance teacher now it doesn't feel like I'm working I Mm -hmm. love teaching dance so I feel like I am incredibly blessed to be able to have pursued all the things that light me up because I feel like if I feel like if I was doing anything else Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I would not be happy I would not i would not be good to the people around me you know
0: so how can our listeners find you and connect with you
2: yeah so i i post a lot on instagram my instagram handle is at tulaliving.ca i also have a facebook that's connected to it if you prefer to use facebook i have a tiktok but it's basically (laughs) just the videos that i post from instagram on tiktok Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah you can uh, reach me on those accounts you can I also have a website all of those links are connected to all my social media so my website is www.tooleliving.ca and yeah i created the website myself <laughs> so
1: i actually checked it out it's really did? good it's really oh, nice
2: thank you yeah, you okay. did a great job it was a lot of a lot of time <laughs> like i know why people hire Oh, designer, de- oh for sure mm-hmm. um and I would I would totally see the value in it I also but I, I I'm not a web designer but I enjoy doing stuff like that like mm-hmm. at school I enjoyed doing every time you would have a project did you ever have teachers say okay you have an option of doing like a visual presentation or something else I would always do the visual presentation and I would make the what's it called when you why am I forgetting you cut out different pictures a collage (laughs) I would always do the collages Mm -hmm. and so that's why I feel like I enjoyed doing my website even took me even though it took me a long time because it's kind of like doing a collage Not you're trying yet. to putting things together yeah. and make it look nice mm-hmm. while presenting a story
0: you're a really artistic person Thing. like from yeah. like dance you know and then the design and oh my gosh yeah you yeah. do yeah you're you a creative person like yeah <laughs> thanks yeah
2: i i did try um i actually was a certified financial advisor whoa a few years ago well that's different yeah. from well R2. that's <laughs> i know that was in more of like insurance mm-hmm. That's when I realized I need to be uh, in a creative field. Like yeah. I'm not this kind of person. I can't do this. It's not it's not going to last a long time. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to do it. So then that's what I was like, yeah, I am creative. I had to embrace that because that's what I'm good at and that's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. So. So yeah, Instagram, it's- Facebook, TikTok, <laughs> even though I don't really use
1: TikTok. Yeah. But yeah, don't worry. We're going to put it in our Instagram page as well to okay. promote you. And we're going to tag you and put thank your website you. just because we want you to have
0: some of our clients go to you too. And you Thanks. have our best
1: expertise and
0: yeah. And just for people to learn too, like, and mm-hmm. cause I'm pretty sure she has lots of like information on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. So How we is. can balance our life. Uh, yes. <laughs> 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 so once again, we would like to thank Vanessa for joining our podcast today thank you so thank much you for so having much. me
1: it was so much fun mm-hmm. we learned a lot yes i did i learned <laughs> a lot about your career and of who you are too because it's
0: been a long time it's and been a it's really
1: nice to catch up it's so nice mm-hmm. to catch
2: up thank you again thanks for having me
0: guys make sure to check her out on the instagram we're gonna send it all on our instagram and tag mm-hmm. her and everything So go over there and check it out.
1: Follow us on Instagram at Sincerely JJ Podcast. We would love to hear what you liked about our show. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, we're going through life's beautifully unwritten detours together.
0: Sincerely JJ, bye!